Hello and welcome to Compo Junto's special one-shot movie review for Venom. Let there be carnage. You know that's the name of the movie because they say it in the movie. <laughs> I'm your host, Octavia Saint Newman. I can't. I'm a geek. <laughs> I'm a geek culture philosopher, and I'm here with my co-host Adam. Just can't believe. <laughs> That this movie did so well in theaters, Tetris. <laughs> Ooh, that's that's right. Bam, 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 bam. You know, look. Usually, we're kind of cagey about our reviews long before we get in. But I, I think if you follow me on Twitter, you, you've probably seen a preview. Octavius here teasing the outcome, little, little, uh, the outcome of this conversation. I think the symbiote got into me. Honestly, oh, it made, wow. made me feel a little okay. spicy over this this past week. Uh, you that, went right to the interwebs and was like, <laughs> I don't care. Anybody can get it. That's right. Any symbiote can get it. I like to wait until the episode comes out. But if you, yeah, if you follow me online and you've just seen me tweeting, uh, nah, uh-uh, uh, nah, yo. you know what that's about. So, <laughs> you got it all uh, wrong. Yes. Just can't believe uh, how much money this movie has made. <laughs> this movie is outperforming. Shang-Chi, you know, Marvel's core contribution to the MCU recently. That was a good film, Ak. That was a good one. <laughs> it, that, that was a good movie. Uh, but this I one, concur. This one. That was good. This one was Carnage. Um, so <laughs> we got what they promised. <laughs> Wait, Adam, Adam Tedderus of Kapujutu says, this one. This one was carnage. <laughs> and again, and again, of course it was, you could tell because uh, they let you know a couple times in the film that yeah, it was in yeah. fact, was in fact carnage. Octavius, this was a special movie though. Uh, mm. This was the first time, I think, I think this is the first time that you and I finally got to go back. Uh, a very special privilege, a delight that we got to go back to a movie theater for an early mm-hmm. press screening together. Yes. The first time in a year and a half. And um, uh, <laughs> could not have chosen a better movie to dodge. Perfect. Leaving a quote when you walk out of the theater and you got, <laughs> hey. you know, folks got their <laughs> notebooks. Hey, <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody, somebody's standing outside and she says, uh, don't forget to give us your reaction. And yep. you just kind of, gotcha. you know, you just go the other way. You know, you, you trigger the fire alarm. <laughs> you go out the other exit. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. So here we are. It's tough. It's tough because, yeah. like, in all seriousness, internet, uh, what we're talking about is sometimes when you go to press screenings, a lot of times when you go to press screenings, they want that fresh out the theater. They want us to do that that gut reaction with them yeah. instead of just, you know, having it in our own space and doing it, you know. So, of course, like, part of that is what they, they want. So what would you think? And it's tough because it's like, I don't know if I want my give, you know, give my gut reaction to right. you for you to like, you know, I haven't processed. And let's say I don't prefer <laughs> what what I have just seen. It's like, ah. I'm like, let's not get it twisted. They understand. You know, the folk, and we say they, the, these are the folks who run these press screenings. This ain't their first rodeo. They know. Correct. You know, Correct. not every movie they're showing early is a gem. And uh, I, I promise we'll get into the details of the movie. But I just want to say, you know, uh, some of the things that I have gleaned, and I think you have too, Ak, is the the release window and, and how far away they let you get that early screening says a lot, right? So if you get to see, yeah. if you get to see that John early, like early, early, you know, a week, two weeks, even earlier mm-hmm. than that, right. it's because they're pretty confident, I find. They're confident in the film. They want you to talk about it, hype it up you know, get some buzz going for it. If the the release window is like the day after the press screening, which in our case, I think it was two days. I, this is not always the case, but anecdotally, I've found that means that they don't really want you to be talking about it for numerous reasons. Yeah. One of yeah. the reasons in this case, you know, uh, there's a thing getting passed around Instagram Spoiler. or Twitter. Yeah, do not spoil venom let there be carnage and right, we will right. get into why that is a part of it we talked a little bit about that uh, in a previous episode uh, but i also think there's a little bit of that where they're like yeah don't be telling people don't don't put this in people's ears how you felt about it because we need to have that big opening weekend and venom 
2, that's what I'm just going to continue calling it, because Let There Be Carnage is a long name. Venom 2 had a big opening, a record. It was 90 mil opening weekend, uh, which beats Venom 1 back in 2018, pre-pandemic. By I think it beats it out like by $10 million. So this had a huge opening. A lot of people went out to see this movie, COVID be damned. And uh, here we are. We're going to chop it up and discuss it. We should put up the spoiler wall early because, yes. Lord, we have a lot to There's unpack. a lot to spoil. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah. So, Internet, every uh, episode of Conflict Junto is someone's first. So, we are going to spoil this movie. <clears throat> we're not only going to spoil this movie, but we're going to spoil uh, Venom 1 and, you know, all of the things that this might cross over and touch on and yeah. touch. And if you are not interested in being a part of of that um we're gonna put up a spoiler wall now i i adam normally is the one who tells us what the spoiler wall is made out of that's right. i want to hear what you have made the spoiler wall out of and yeah. then i will see if i can just throw throw something in there as well okay yeah All right, well so i was thinking about this i'm so glad that you 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 uh, uh toss it up there for me thank you for the layup uh i got is, you this is what i have like spoiler wall uh is inside of ravencroft prison hospital Wow. Some, some kind of situation. And uh, yeah. Yeah, so sure. when we meet the character Shriek in the movie, Shriek screams real loud. And uh, they've got to put Shriek inside of a, a cell that is like a sound container cell. So no sound sure. can escape and, and Shriek can't do her, you know, dirty work or nasty her banshee thing. Yeah. Their banshee thing. Right. Uh, so I feel like it is appropriate for the spoiler wall to be a, a, a sound containing, you know, kind of Shriek oh. wall. You know, okay. because you don't want any of those spoilers leaking out and, and um, ah. uh, you know, uh, I yes. don't know, ruining your experience. So that's what that's what I have. But I want to know what you have. You want to put a little English on it? Uh, I was going to make the spoiler wall out of uh, the headless bodies, <laughs> uh, headless corpses uh, of bad guys. That were like conveniently beheaded off screen. So you only see, yes. you know, the bloodless uh, corpse. Right. right. Because this is it, folks. This is a PG-13 movie. So uh, for the amount, <laughs> for the amounts of carnage, y'all, you may not yeah. seeing a lot of the carnage. A lot of the mm-hmm. carnage is implied. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of let there be the implication of carnage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> venom. Let there be implications. <laughs> okay, right. cool. Yeah, so a uh, headless body—that's the spoiler of the wall. You got to climb on over that intentionally doing so. Yeah. And then you can join us in this conversation. Yeah. So spoilers. Three, two, one. It's your fault. That's right. If you're here with if us now, here, it's your fault. You chose this. It's because you want to be. So, That's right. <clears throat> let's get into, um, first, let me read off IMDb. <laughs> what Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Oh, please. Little synopsis. I here. want to know how they s- synopsize this, this little ditty. Eddie Brock attempts to reignite his career by interviewing (laughs) serial killer Cletus Cassidy, who becomes the host of the symbiote Carnage and escapes prison after a failed execution. Now, let me just say, as a logline, right? (laughs) Excuse me, as a logline. If you're at home back in the days of newspapers, back in the Dizay, and you don't know who Carnage is, and you don't know who Eddie Brock is, you don't know who Cletus Cassidy is. If you read that log line, are you like, I'm in? <sighs> I mean, like, yeah, reading this, I mean, looking at the movie poster and seeing how wild it is, and it looks cool, you know? It's, it looks yeah, like a video yeah. game, basically. Looking yes. at the movie poster and then reading the log line that says, Eddie Brock is working on his career. I'm like, well, hold on. <laughs> Who's Eddie Brock? What are these monsters? His career? <laughs> Did, what, is this, what does he do for a living? Yeah, I know. Okay, sure. Um, is Eddie Brock the monster? Yeah. Is it a two-headed monster? Obviously, look, folks going into Venom and the sequel to Venom, y'all know Venom. Like, you, you know what Venom looks like. I think fewer people mm-hmm. know Eddie Brock, perhaps. But, like, mm-hmm. no one came for Eddie Brock. And no one came for Eddie Brock's, uh, uh, you know, 
upgrading his LinkedIn profile. That's not like that's definitely <laughs> <And he> not <laughs> revises his resume. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely not. And while not. doing so, uh his roommate Cletus Cassidy <laughs> unpl- cut the, cut the Wi-Fi off and then uh, hilarity ensues. Yeah, but you know, as it turns out in the movie, that is that is the premise for how we get to the action because multiple times Characters on screen will say Eddie Brock is, quote, back on top. What the hell does that mean? Like, people are talking about this man like anyone gives a damn about this dude. And a news anchor, I think it was at least two times, someone said, if you want to be back on top, back on top. Back on top of what? No one says that. <laughs> a ba- motorcycle. Back Adam? on. <laughs> back on top of a motorcycle. Very clearly, yeah. they showed you. When I think of Eddie Brock, I do not think of you know a celebrated reporter. That is just nowhere. Ah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, just so we could say real quick, this guy uh, looks like it's an eighty-six. Uh, well, or fifty-nine. Excuse me, a fifty-nine. On Rotten Tomatoes. It's at 59. I've seen it been, it's been fluctuating. But an audience score of 86%. Oh 59 tomato meter. Yo. 86% audience <sighs> score. And um, let's just do. We, first we live of all, in Trump's America, okay? This 86%. Wait a minute. No. How did we get here? Look, what does that have to do with anything? Here's the thing the, the, the reviews of this movie are basically coloring the way that I, I view the world. And I, the feeling that I have is I, I'm a, I am crazy. There's something wrong with this world. 86%? Y'all voted for Trump 86%. for sure. I do not understand you. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't think that that... I don't, I don't Sorry. Think that Here's, the connection. Welcome to Adam's hot take. Be honest. <laughs> the, off the top rope. <laughs> By God, he killed him! Oh! <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so listen. We've read the synopsis. Um, but I would love to give like the 60-second shot clock. Adam, can you give us... Because you're on a roll. You're on fire. You got the hot hand. <laughs> Okay, could you give us a 60-second shot clock of what in the hell happened in this movie? What, what, what in the world is, is, that, is that what we, do we Do we want to do that? Do we want to do gut reactions? Where do we, how do you want to do we it? We can do that. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's go with the flow. Let's go where the symbiote takes us. You know what I, I mean? I've, I feel like I have, I have so much that I want to get out that I just don't really know how to start picking at it. You know what I mean? Well, we've already teased your gut reaction. So why don't you just flesh it out? Yeah. Okay. What, what did you feel when you left the theater, you ducked the people trying to get you to give you a review so that you could have your own quiet time Yeah. and process deep down on the inside. Who am I? Yeah. You look yourself in the mirror in the bathroom. You said, <laughs> man, I done seen this movie. Why do you have this accent? I don't know, but this is where I'm in on my inside. I done seen this movie. There's a lady outside with a notepad. She wants me to talk. I don't want to talk to her. I need my own personal moment. Yeah. Who am I now that I have let there be carnage in my eyes? <laughs> Who am I now? What yeah. happened? What, what, what was the feeling? I went into the AMC bathroom, splashed water in my face, and I said, by <laughs> God, that was horrible. By God, by God, that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah um my my gut reaction that, that I that was terrible that was horrible I was reminded of when we saw Justice League in theaters mm. and I was mm. thinking you know the, the movie was still on <laughs> and I was thinking this is yeah bad and I remember when the movie ended folks behind us you, you might remember this too folks behind us you know pretty casual speaking volume uh but I could pick up on the conversation somebody said that's the best DC movie they've ever made and I was like, oh, my God. And, I, you know, that's what I, Incorrect, I, was, sir. I felt like I was ducking that response, you know, as we were getting out of the theater and people were giving up their their pull quotes, their testimonials, because I did hear a lot of that. The thing that I kept hearing is so much better than the first one. And I was like, y'all, how? You can't. I would ask you to explain yourself, but I, I just don't think I would believe you. I, honestly, I, I would be biased. Mm. I wouldn't even be listening to you because I, I was just be too busy judging them. My initial so reaction was, get... was this was awful. This was uh, one of the worst movies I've seen in a while. That was that was my gut reaction after it was all said and done. And you, how, what, what were you thinking? What's your gut reaction? 
So I went to the bathroom. I looked myself in the face and I says <laughs> to myself, God. I says, <laughs> it says, who am I? Am I right? Okay. I seen this. I watched it. I looked over myself. I've wiped splash water in my face. <laughs> okay. And I was like, what do I want out of life? Do I want carnage? Do I want peace? Yeah. That's not what happened. But I did say, um, it's, it's funny because we talk about gut reactions after the movie. I believe about 15 minutes into the movie, we looked at each other and was like, this is bad, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> this is this is not a good movie. There are a and lot of scenes that, that provoked us to do that. You know, we, you know, you right. see a movie with a friend and you, you sometimes you got to do that that eye check. Like, are you seeing what I'm mm -hmm. seeing? Are we? Is it me? Yeah. And that, there were a lot of scenes, many scenes where that was that was my instinct to turn and look at you like, is this? Are we sure? <laughs> just me? No, you too? Okay, cool. Carnage I'm, definitely did say, let's get this party started. You heard that? <laughs> you did hear that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, Carnage definitely gave out the uh, the, uh, the uh, macho, macho Man. Oh, yeah! He really did, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Yeah! Oh, no. yeah! Oh, he's, yeah! He's like a very sinewy Kool-Aid man. <laughs> Same color, too. <laughs> oh my gosh uh, yeah I, I i left the theater and i was like that was not good Sucked. that that was a bad movie yeah that was poor and i have seen it twice okay so Ooh. i went to see it at the screening with adam yeah and then uh simba sparks and i went to see it again and i was like yeah let me just watch it well, this a second time. And also, it's kind of fun to watch somebody watch something that you've already seen yeah. that you know have experience that you know there are things to react to. And uh, Ken, a.k.a. Simba, on many occasions did the thing where you put your hands up and you're kind of like, what? You know, just like, the, what? Wait, so, huh? Yeah. And he looked at me and he was just like, and I was like, I just laugh. I mean, I was laughing at him many times watching the movie. Yeah. Because... There are things in this movie, moving on, that make you go, talk about things that make you go, hmm. Like, it was really like, what, what are we doing yeah. in this movie? And like, not, just, what not just like comic book stuff. I'm, I'm like, I mean, like, <coughs> basic movie making stuff. This movie right. is on a bullet train. It is 90 minutes, and I, that is not a complaint for me. I, it's fine if we do things express, you know? But... It moves fast. It starts fast, it moves fast, and it does not let up. But it doesn't always make sense. It, it seems like it's kind of stitched together just because. They have to, these are all the pieces they have, and they got to slap it together just to make it go anywhere. And it moves so quickly. So sometimes when I'm looking at things, you know, in a comic book movie, it's an adaptation of characters that people like, they have feelings for. And sometimes you're looking at stuff like, that's not how Spider-Man does. That's not how Venom... But I'm saying that's not generally my reaction. I was like, that's not how movies work. This isn't... People are saying lines, but they're not to one another. They're just kind of saying lines. And there's something... The thing that really stuck out for me, stuck out for me at the end of the movie was uh, this, this dialogue, this screenplay was just nuts. I, I mean, childish. And I, I've been thinking... Is this on me? Did I misinterpret the tone of the movie? People, you read uh, the the headline of an article just before we hit record, and it was something like the return of the superhero B movie. Yeah, it says Venom. This is Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, Venom and the return of the superhero B movie. And I let there I be carnage is that. tonally is tonally unconventional and at times starving for brains, but there's enough to leave you hungry for more. No. Food poisoning is what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I mean, this, I, I've been I've been thinking about that. I didn't see it twice, but mm -hmm. I've been thinking: Do I need to check myself here? It, was this just a a misalignment of expectation or a misunderstanding of the tone? I enjoyed I think, the first movie, and I think the first movie set me up for this sort of slapstick goofball. It's it's more like a weird bro comedy or like a, a lethal weapon. You know, you, you got Venom and Eddie Brock and their dynamic. And then you add another uh, uh, important symbiote with Cletus Cassidy and Carnage and their dynamic. And so I was expecting more, capitalizing on more. But I will say there is a difference between, uh, you know, 
having your expectation matched and I mean in food terms because we always do this they they oversalted this thing mm. you know too that that phrase too much of a, a good thing too much mm-hmm. of a good thing really goes wild on this and it's just way too much of a good thing and um and it makes it a bad thing you know it just comes back around so I don't am I being too critical like did I miss the joke did I miss the fun I'm not sure I think that there's an aspect to this movie that I heard by a guy named John Campia and uh-huh. he had seen an early screening as well and he says on to whether or not you will like this movie <clears throat> he's kind of like trying to make a um excuse me I have a cough that I'm trying to you got um, the symbiote that you're trying to put down yeah, yeah I'm uh-huh. trying to get it out <clears throat> but anyway he was saying, I saw it. I don't want to give any spoilers, but just to give an idea of whether or not, are you the kind of person that's going to like this movie? He's like, the question I have to you is, from Venom 1, did you like the relationship of Eddie Brock and Venom? If you did, this is more of that. Definitely. If you didn't, this is more of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you didn't like that relationship in the beginning, in the first movie, you're probably not going to like this movie. Uh-huh. If you did like that in the first movie, then you'll probably like this movie. Sure. And I think that has helped me to kind of narrow down a couple things here. Yeah. For me, one thing, when, when that was said, I was like, I think that's it. I think Venom is annoying to me. Yeah. Yeah. That character, the way mm. he's depicted in this movie and this relationship between Eddie Brock and Venom is kind of like, we ought to shut up. Chill. Like, I don't, I don't know that, uh, oh, Eddie, look, look. Yeah. What do you see? Like, yeah. what do I see? I see so-and-so and so. Ah, uh, you think. And it's kind of like, this feels almost like juvenile. Yeah. It feels like middle schoolers arguing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or it feels like kids, like kids just kind of bickering. Yeah. And at the same time, on top of that bickering, you're just kind of doing cool action movie stuff on top of it. Yeah. So for me, I think part of like, do, do I, did I, did I miss it? I was like, I think you did. Mm. And I think I did. Mm-hmm. Cause I think the people who do like the movie are people who are like, I love it. I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm down. You know, one of the things I thought about, what's that? I thought about you. And me <laughs> and our different relationship to Deadpool. Yeah, I actually I'm glad you said that because I, I was thinking about Deadpool too. Why why did that come to mind? Because I love Deadpool, yeah. and they did Deadpool in the Deadpool movie. Mm-hmm. And if you think Deadpool's dick jokes and fart jokes, and if you feel like that's juvenile and like kind of silly and stupid and beneath you and below you, mm-hmm. you're gonna hate a Deadpool movie. Right. You're gonna hate it. Like it's like this movie is not for me. I don't like it. It's not what I want to watch. Yeah. And if they just put millions of dollars behind the, like the, a concept that you don't like yeah. or kind of turns you off, then why would you magically like it? But if you're a guy like me who is like, yes, yeah, this is exact. I love Deadpool. I think part of it is you may be coming to Venom and going, Venom is, is, too, is just two guys bickering. Yeah. And, and and the and the thing is like Venom's Ven this is not funny. It's not, but it's funny. trying to be funny. Yeah, you know, it's trying to go like almost like it's trying to lean into the to the like when it said superhero B movie. It's kind of like let's make one of the let's make Toxic Avenger. Sure, you know what I mean. Let's yeah. make what let's make Attack of the Killer Clowns. Like if you watch those movies now, you're gonna go. These are not good. Right. But you have yeah. a relationship with them that goes like I under, I know what Attack of the Killer Clowns is. So for example, when I left with Ken, Ken was like, "This is not good," but neither is Commando. And mm, I was mm-hmm. like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't hmm. don't disrespect Commando." And he's like, "Think about it." And the point he was making, I was like, "He's right. Commando is not good. It is not a good movie." I'm talking about. The Arnold Schwarzenegger movie from back in the day, let off some steam, Bennett's like that is, if you show that that movie came out today, you'd be like, this movie sucks. And they just put the rock in it. Who is like this, this time Schwarzenegger, that movie would be garbage. Like it would not do well, but I love commando because I get it. I understand. I grew up with it. 
And when you made that point, I was like, oh, okay. I, I see what you're saying. It's bad, but is it kind of like air quote bad on purpose? Sure. Yeah. I, I, I see what you're getting at. And I, I definitely understand that. <laughs> Where that doesn't hold up for me is examples of B-movies that I've seen somewhat recently, and I would say modern mm -hmm. B-movies, where they are intentionally trying to play at the Toxic Avenger thing specifically, trauma movies, those sort of like goofball, older movies that we remember from the 80s and 90s that, you know, sometimes were too mature for us to watch, but then they turned it into a cartoon or something like that, you know? Because that was a thing, for sure. And I'm thinking of uh, an example of one that I, I genuinely enjoyed a lot that came out in 2020 called Psycho Goreman. Have you heard of this? Only from you. you would, Only from you. You would love it at, from like the, the, the point of view of being somebody who is nostalgic for that sort of schlock and it's fun and goofy and innocent. And Psycho Goreman, the, the whole conceit is uh, Toxic Avenger style thing, but uh, make it a kid's movie that kids can watch. And so these right. children discover this really disturbing, weird creature from hell or outer space or something and mm -hmm. you know they turn it into like uh, uh fred savage little monsters they turn it into like a Gremlins. yeah little monsters okay you know they turn it into like a different kind of thing and this is a movie that came out in 2020 i believe it's unrated but they r repeatedly refer to psycho gorman as pg because there's this tongue-in-cheek attempt to make this really weird gory gross out movie as safe as possible in some ways. And I feel like it, it has intentionality and restraint, and it's just, it just works. It's not a great movie. It's not a masterpiece. It's just very fun and enjoyable, and it, it does what it wants to do, and it does it effectively. The thing that I have a problem with, as far as Venom 2 goes, is probably, uh, maybe this is recuts or something. We talked a little bit about the editing. It's really wild. and. Yeah. And it's like, it makes me wonder, were there scenes that were supposed to go between this? You know, maybe they shot uh, two hours of film, but they really, really wanted to lean it out and make it 90 minutes. But that means mm -hmm. that they take chunks out, so it just moves so rapidly. But they never stop trying to be funny and never stop failing. So the annoyance, for me, I, I got more and more annoyed with yeah. each attempt. You're right. That was a perfect word for it. I felt very annoyed. And I think one of the things that made me think of Deadpool <laughs> funny. is, uh, and this is definitely one of my like old man shouts at cloud sort of things, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is uh, the, the very heavy use of ADR, adding audio after mm. the fact. It's not originally mm -hmm. in the script. The actor didn't have to say it. But because uh, Venom has a disembodied voice, you know, Eddie Brock's walking around and he's like scratchy and, and you know, jittery and whatever. Yeah, and Venom yeah. can say anything at any time, and it didn't need to be the, the original script, because they can just do that and recut it and go for like bigger, bigger, bigger laughs. They can do the same thing with Deadpool, because when Deadpool is in the suit, you don't see the actor's mouth moving. So he can just try a joke, test that, doesn't work, record a new joke, test that, and they just keep going. And in the case of Venom 2, it was like... I felt like they were just trying so hard to make so much work and it never landed, which means I, I was definitely in the position where I was like, just stop for a sec, like chill out for a second. You know, it, when there's a moment in time when there's silence and Venom must say something awkward right. and it's like, okay, come You're like the dude in the audience who can't just be quiet and let quiet happen. So you heckle the comedian or something like that. Just lay low for a second. And what's weird for me, I guess that was the case for the first movie too, but I didn't really notice. And when the, the first movie came out, I don't know what I expected, but it was weird in such a specific way that it charmed me and surprised me. And maybe it was like, maybe it showed a little more restraint. I, they had to do more storytelling, you know? They had to build more, which means taking a little more time to explain what's happening. And in this one, they're just yeah. boom, right out the gate. And yeah. they, they build relationships <clears throat> that, as a comic book fan, and I, I someone, someone who understands these characters, they build relationships in this movie that make no sense to me. The, yeah, the opposition between uh, Carnage and Venom. Why? 
Why do you have to kill each other? The obsession that Cletus has with Eddie. Why are you so obsessed with this? Why are you so angry at this dude? The idea that Eddie would go to interview Cletus. Why? Why did Cletus ask for this guy? Why did he bite him? Did he know the whole time that he was Venom and he was trying to get the symbiote? But if that's the case, when he bit him and he, he finds out, this isn't blood, this doesn't taste like blood... I guess you didn't know that he was Venom. Why is any of this happening? And I felt like this movie sort of takes for granted that you just have to make things make sense in the movie version, but it knows that fans are coming in and they're, they already know. They are aware. Carnage looks like this, he acts like this. Venom looks like this, he acts like this. So they don't really waste any time doing any explaining, which means for me, they never really earn it. And that is the, the that is the undercurrent, and on top of that, it's just these annoying attempts at humor that never stop. Isn't it so funny that he has chickens? <laughs> Isn't it so funny that he keeps destroying his place in every scene? Ha <laughs> ha! Like everything is so weird. Venom won't shut up, and I I felt like I'm not taking this movie seriously. It's not a melodrama. It's nothing like that. I don't expect that to be the case. But one of the things that I like about humor is when you write a good joke, you know, you earned it. You wrote it. You, like, there's, there's thought yeah. that goes into it. There's like a math that goes into it. You earned it. It sits for a while. You spend time with it. It's, the timing is important. But here, it's, it's more of a quantity over quality. And the quantity never is quality. <laughs> you know, it's, they just throw it all out there. Isn't it so wild that Venom went out to a rave and talks into the microphone? Right. I guess I just don't get this. I don't and understand. I part of what allows some of that stuff to work in other places is there's an overall charm to the project yeah. that might overtake it for you, you know, or like there's a vibe or, that, you know, there's something. And apparently for a lot of people, it did that for them. Sure. It gave yeah. them what they wanted, you know? Yeah. Um, but for me, no, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it just was it just wasn't there um and uh i think the biggest problem for this movie is that it's built it feels like it's built on um almost what's the what's the word i want to use uh 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 when you entitlement mm, say more you know it kind of functions like well you understand venom right. you know yeah. you understand carnage well, you're here to see action. You're here to see, you know, like there's literally a moment where something happens and then Eddie Brock, wah, just like jumps off of a, you know, off of, over a thing on a motorcycle. And I was like, this feels like a 90s movie. This feels like yeah. where you're like the movie, the point of the movie is to do cool stuff. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, it almost, it feels, what's the word? It's not, it's not entitlement exactly. It's almost like, it takes me for I feel taken for granted. Sure. Yeah. Like you are easily pleased, audience. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need story, you don't need background, you don't need reasoning, you don't need explanation. Sure. You don't need any of that stuff. All you need to see is carnage. Yeah. The character. All you need to see is Venom and you're gonna be happy. And yeah. I'm like, you guys don't even have enough, like, I don't know. To, to create a story, like a, a understandable storyline, yeah. like a beginning, middle, and end, giving characters like an intentionality and obstacles and problems and right. things that you're trying to achieve and overcome. It's like, no, we're going to put, we're going to take action figures and smash them together. Sure. And you're going to like it. Yeah. Because that's, that's what it takes to please you. Yeah. And I'm like, for me, I was like, guys. You have to earn your jokes. You have to do Guys, some work. Yeah. You have to make make things make sense. You know what I mean? Like you have to do the the foundational work to make these things matter to me. Right. You know, and you or, can't just use IP or, that's familiar. You know, the the other side of that, and I'll bring Psycho Gorman back into the conversation. If you're going to do the camp, the B movie. If you're going to do the cheesy stuff, you know, stuff is just happening. Don't look too hard at it. I, I needed to lean into it in a certain way that I, I understand that I am laughing with the movie. The movie is laughing with me. And in this case, I think this movie 
wants to do that, but I do not think that it, it succeeds in doing that. I think it, it wants to be treated like a B-movie. It's silly. It's superficial. But I don't think it even earned that, the campiness, the goofiness. It's trying really hard, but it's not, it's just not hitting it. It's not nailing it. And that means that, you know, the stakes in this movie are very bizarre. I genuinely do not understand why Cletus is obsessed with Eddie. And further, about that. I do not understand why Cletus, his whole thing, the entire point of this movie is, is that he wants to get married. I mean, I'm just like, I don't, these stakes don't work for me. It's yeah. nothing, you know? And, uh, yeah. and that means the huge you know, climax of the movie is when he's getting married to Shriek. I just, I, I don't get this. All it is is a set piece for a fight so you can have carnage in front of a stained glass window. I yeah, guess. that's it. <laughs> that's it. And it just doesn't. So he can cross his arms in front of a stained glass window and go, oh, oh amazing shot. But that's what I mean. That's what it feels like. It feels yeah. like, you know what would be cool? The movie. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. oh, we should put him in a really, like, there's a part where Shriek goes, a 1960-something-something so-and-so, my favorite. And I'm like, you got locked up in 96. <laughs> how would this car know. be your favorite? And then she's like, skirt, like, it's peeling off. And I was like, when did you learn how to drive? Um, I know. Like, there's a lot of know. things where I'm constantly pulling myself out of the out of the story and going, well, how does that work? Also, well, the, how did you get there? The character design well, why of Shriek. Is, why is this happening? So Shriek has that like scar over her eye and she's got that like goofed up eye. And we see early on that, that the cop shot her in, in a tussle in the back of the, the police vehicle and she falls out. And then later it is implied that she was like shot in the eyeball. And that's why she has that. Sc- that definitely did not happen in the, in the scuffle. You know, he like fires his weapon, but there's no clear explanation of where the bullet goes or anything like that you just sort of like oh he shot her and she drops limp out of the vehicle and then later she's like he took my eye and i think the the entitlement that you're talking about the eye thing is only there because that's what the character looks like in the comics and so he's just like well we got to explain that i guess and then you don't even you know you didn't even really try and then there's the restraints of it being a pg-13 movie which is I think they do their best to get around that, but uh, to a degree, it really undercuts the the threat of these characters. Because if these characters are tailing, tearing people apart and causing real damage and harm, we don't get to see that at all, really. They're just goofy, you know? Don't even get me started on what Cletus Cassidy looks like. I Yeah. It, my guy looked like he dressed up as Guy Fieri for Halloween. Yeah. And, and car, car included. Bad. You can't tell me. You can't tell me that wasn't on purpose. Bad. I you did, can't tell me uh, Guy Fieri wasn't the like art direction I, down to the car. <laughs> My favorites, like no Guy Fieri drives this in diners, drive-ins, and dives. Yeah, yeah. You oh know what I mean? Gosh. Yeah. So I, w- I will say, I will say this. I think that there is a possibility for, um a story inside of this okay. that I would have loved to have seen. What would that be? Um, I think if the story is about um, Eddie Brock having to figure out now that he has had, he's ruined his life. You know what I mean? He's ruined his relationship with the woman he loved. He's ruined his relationship with the public. You know what I mean? He's down on his luck and he's just a guy who doesn't know how to befriend and be kind and love other people and he's living a life where he's blaming other people including venom for the message that he's made because they say that in the movie and i'm going that is the theme stated yeah that's the theme Mm -hmm. that's what this movie should be about and it should be about carnage playing almost like a haunting role that constantly points out his shortcomings to the point where it's like you and i are the same you're familiar to me I did this, I did that in that moment where Venom's like, hey, don't you talk about my friend? And it's like, you ruined it with this dumbass, you know what I mean? Slime monster jumping in. But it's like, but no, because you see Eddie was kind of like, wait, his face changes like, you're getting to me. Yeah. You and I are the same. It's kind of like, we're all bad guys. Mm -hmm. You think you're better than me. You know, Mm -hmm. you think you're in a different situation than I am. 
But at the end of the day, only difference between me and you, especially if you're going, if, if Cletus finds out that Venom is going out there and biting the head off bad guys and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like if that's the story in Venom and, and, and excuse me, Eddie has to go, okay, I have to start taking responsibility for what I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, even the whole moment where it's like, you're nothing without me. You're nobody. It's like, yo, bro, but like, we're helping each other out. Yeah. I'm helping you and you're helping me. He's like, who found, who found out the, the clue? Who, who? He's like, oh, yeah. Like, like, I think if they spent more time on that aspect and they yeah. were to flesh that out and there's some sort of change, because again, like, how is, how is Eddie Brock different? How right. is Venom different? How right. do the characters change? What, what what happened to make them any different at the end of this movie and in the beginning? Yeah. And if at the end that that whole moment where it's like they're not good, they're not a good fit, they're not a good connection. We are. We can do it. We can yeah. be lethal protectors. Like all of those things. That's another entitlement thing. Lethal protector. Okay, it's an Easter egg. That was the Venom comic. Venom lethal. Right. Got it. Okay, that's it. But there's a story. There's a yeah. story around. Eddie Brock embracing the fact that like me having the symbiote does make me a lethal, but for what, why, what am I going to do with it? Yeah. Who am I now? You know what I'm saying? And Venom going, Hey, I got to coexist with this guy and I can't ruin his life. You know what I mean? Cause I eat everything that I want. So how do we coexist? It literally could be like roommates. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How do we, embrace each other's uniquenesses but yeah things were moving so fast moving to the next joke 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 next thing next thing next shot next scene next moment that none of those little little beats little points could really be fully fleshed out yeah and then we get to the end of the movie where carnage for some reason is scaling a chapel why he's climbing up to the top of the chapel. There was nothing up there. I don't know. There was no Just destination. Cool. There yeah. was no gold. There was no golden fleece up there. Yeah. There was there was there was nothing. There was nothing for him to go up there to get. I'm literally sitting there going, where is he going? And mm-hmm. why is he doing it? Yeah. And it's like it's almost like they had him climb up there so that they could fall down. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they I, could have a good shot come out of it. <sighs> yeah. It's every everything in this movie is done because it it will look cool. And what's mm-hmm. weird about that movie about that conceit is they they even betray that sometimes because I you know I would say in terms of positives the things that I like about the movie is I like the way Carnage looks. I like the design For of sure. Venom. I like when those characters are yeah. on screen and causing chaos. I like the roar. I like that we saw this in a like a Dolby yeah. Uh, movie theater and the sound design was cool and it rumbles your seats and you know that stuff it looks and sounds great however the movie will be really doing well and then they'll do some wild decision to say all right carnage is coming through this prison and he's letting people out and it looks wild and crazy and he's you know he's going to exact revenge on the people who put him in here and then he's going to do a, a tornado move like the Tasmania Devil. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's weird. And then Why? during that, he's going to, Cletus is going to come out with his dumb looking head in the CG and say, uh, uh, hey, Warden, you're not getting out of here alive. And it like, why do you, hold on, you had a good thing going here and then you screwed it up for yourself and they'll do that from time to time. I, I'm also, I just think casting wise, I don't think Woody Harrelson was the guy. He's too old for the role. He's, Cage. I think he's a great, uh, uh, you know, weirdo. He has that energy. He's always done great in, in tons of different movies. He's a good actor. But in this case, it just looked like a weird cosplay situation. It did not work. I didn't feel like he was unstable. There was no part of seeing Woody Harrelson that I thought like, wow, this guy is always on the edge. He's unpredictable. He's a serial killer. Instead, it's just, he's just, it's Woody Harrelson. You know who should have played it? Who? Kevin Hart. <laughs> and another thing, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. 
First of all, Warden, <laughs> I don't like the way you treated me in the past. Okay, now tables turn. Now it's on me, and I'm on you. Right. Red everywhere. Boom. Everybody's out. Boom. Bam. I'm releasing everyone. I'm biting your head off. Bam. Now I'm okay. I need a new car. That's my girl. <laughs> me, girl. She does it again. I'm killing her. I'm biting everybody's head off. Boom. I'm out. I'm done. I'm he gets the, oh, uh, venom. Okay. You my dad? Not anymore. Boom. Bam. <laughs> he get he gets the symbiote so he could get like two feet taller. You know, it was like a, an experimental <laughs> height, John. He's like, oh yeah, sure. I'll sign up for that. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, you know, the casting didn't work for me. I, I, I enjoy that Tom Hardy does his weird thing. You know, he's got this uh, manic energy and mm-hmm. I appreciate that. But I also just don't understand why he acts like, you know, he is coming off of a drug addiction at all. He always looks like he's, he's going cold turkey on something. Why so is this imagine. dude you so... Got voices in your head at I all know. times. But, you know, we've had a lot of time to get used to that. And this is the sequel. And we have not gotten used to that at all. And when they separate from themselves, you know, he feels freedom and he's happy and he doesn't want to go back. And then eventually they go back just because. You know, because the movie dictates it. I, this movie was so bad. I didn't... I, there were so few things that I liked about it, which is a bummer because I did enjoy the first movie. Well, there is something I did like about it. Go on. I did like the mid-credit scene. Now we got to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you the best part. We talked a lot about what we did not like. The best part is during the credits. The best part <laughs> of the movie is when the credits were rolling. Yeah, and <laughs> the credits were interrupted. Yeah, with a mid-credit scene where Eddie is laying in. A bed, obviously somewhere on, because he has that. They the went movie, on vacation to kind or of something. Run and get away and go somewhere. So he's laying in bed and they're having this conversation about thousands of years of hive knowledge and, you know, you don't know this, that, and the other thing. And Venom is like, would you like me to show you some of the stuff you don't know? And he's like, sure, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, And in the process of getting ready to show him those things he doesn't know, we have this weird warping effect that goes on and a sound that happens. And it seems like the background changes and it's like they're in the same place, but very similar to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. It's almost like Eddie ends up in the same exact spot, but in a different place world different timeline different dimension different different reality place different we're not sure and on the screen what do we see but j jonah jameson j J jonah jameson Mm -hmm. a a, a menace a spider menace he's on there daily bugle uh info wars type 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 tv show and we see peter parker spot tom holland peter parker on the screen and venom seemingly takes over just kind of just grabs control over Eddie and walks up to the screen and goes, who is that guy? Mm-hmm. And licks the screen. Now, and it's, yeah, the implication that the, the symbiote <laughs> has a hive mind experience over many worlds, dimensions, realities. And, you know, Marvel has been playing with this idea a lot in What If? And, of course, is going to be exploring this in the upcoming Spider-Man movie, No Way Home. And in, in this is really tacked on, literally tacked on at the very end of the movie, uh, where we learn that symbiotes have multi-universal knowledge, which means in a previous Spider-Man movie, there was a symbiote, and we're now connecting the dots that that was, you know, a symbiote could recognize Spider-Man. Maybe not this Venom, but that because the symbiote is like, you know, a colony of sorts, a symbiote recognizes Spider-Man. Not this Venom, but it's, it's like a, an old memory, you know? Uh, and they're like, oh, why do I know this? I know this. Um, and we are now attaching ourselves glitch in the Matrix. to the MCU. Yeah, a glitch in the Matrix, yeah. So it, how, how did that work for you as far as a stinger goes? You know, are, are you excited about this? I have, I have uh, two minds about it. Okay. There's the immediate reaction, which is, they're doing it. They're going to connect it. That's exciting. Yes. Do it. Take me there. Let's connect it. The other part is like, do I want Venom stinking up my Spider-Man story? This Venom. Yeah. Do I want this Venom? Yeah. 
stinking up my Spider-Man story. Right. And what I mean by that is like Spider-Man and the MCU is dope. You know what I mean? (laughs) And everybody in the Spider-Man stories have a, you know, they have like a, a second, you know, their, their background, like they're, they're villains and, you know, secondary and tertiary characters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Venom in a Venom movie is a main character. Huge. Um, and I think I have a hard time seeing this, I mean, annoying Venom. Yeah. Basically kind of like being the Deadpool of Tom Holland's Spider-Man universe when there's a whole Deadpool there already. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I two minds of it. I'm like, well, what's Kevin Feige going to do? You know what I mean? Like, what's the plan? What's the deal? Because... And also, what happened now? You know, there's a large part of that that's like, it really did feel like I'm excited about that it's happening. I don't understand how it's happening. I don't feel like it doesn't feel earned either. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but Uh I trust the Kevin Feige in the MCU. And I'm like, sure, just don't mess up my Spider-Man. Yeah, I I think it's not hard to imagine that in No Way Home, if he shows, if Venom shows up in No Way Home or whatever, or in future movies when he shows up in, in the Spider-Man universe in the MCU, it's not hard to imagine that it will then be under the writing and direction of people who make these very good movies. So, you know, I like to think, okay, we're handing the ingredients over to people who know how to use the ingredients. So that is a good thing. And what I felt strange about is, of course, I'm excited that we're connecting universes. That's an exciting feeling that the MCU constantly does. And we get excited to watch industry events when Feige comes out and says, what's up, y'all? We have the Fantastic Four again. And it's like, yes! You know, and it's weird because in this case, I'm excited to see this get connected, but it could not have been in a lazier way. They literally... At the, you know, in the credits, they give you a tacked-on piece of exposition about the symbiote, just to justify how this works, and they literally teleport our guys into the world. No rhyme or reason. Now, of course, I'm expecting No Way Home to be good, and I'm excited for No Way Home. And I think it'll work because it is earned, because we've explored the multiverse. We've explored uh, Doctor Strange's abilities. We've explored these characters and how they operate in the world and how it operates. So I'm excited. But what I got kind of weirded out by is, well, I'm not excited about this movie. I'm excited about an industry thing. Like the idea that the Sony and Marvel are doing an industry merge. That's exciting to me. And even then, it's just kind of weird. I'm like, who am I rooting for? Disney? (laughs) Like, I'm glad they're giving me more of what I like, but it's like... I mean, I'm rooting for stories. I'm rooting for stories. I'm, I'm hoping... My that personal it's great. enjoyment, you know? I'm just thinking, you know, the thing that bothers me is I, I really disliked this movie. I thought Venom 2 was bad. And at the very end, they're like, do not spoil the ending. And it bugs me because that is going that gets people to go out and see it. You got to see what happens. And it feels like such a, like, a, it, I said it online, it feels like clickbait, you know? It's like, you won't believe the last three minutes of this movie. <laughs> right. And it's like, yeah, but I've got to get through all of the movie to get to that part. And the way that you attach those things, y'all, not earned. I- exciting. Great. I'm glad we're doing it. But, geez, the only reason I'm excited is because I'm hoping these are in uh, more talented, better hands. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only reason why I'm excited. I'm looking at the folks who wrote Venom 2, uh, uh, Kelly Marcel. Uh, co-wrote the screenplay with Tom Hardy. That's wild. Uh, but Kelly Marcel also wrote Fifty Shades of Grey, the movie. Whoa. Interesting. And wrote Terra Nova, which was a 2011 Fox Network TV show about people who live with dinosaurs. I remember that show. I worked at an ad agency advertising that show and talking about it, even though I didn't know what it was or what it would be like. I would have to write tweets about it. And when that show came on, it was one of the dumbest, worst-written TV series I have ever seen. Terrible. And it ended, you know, before the season could finish. 
And I just, I want to see these characters, these ideas, these concepts come into the hands of people who can use them well. Because Venom 2, I don't, you know, that review that you read a little bit earlier, it leaves you Mm -hmm. hungry for more. Absolutely not. I am not hungry for more. We got (laughs) to change it up before I go back for, for this again. But, but you're, you're going to watch the next one, though. I'm going to watch Spider-Man. And, yeah. and if we get it, look, if there's a Venom 3, will there be a Venom 3? Is that going to happen? I guess we'll find out. I don't know. That's the also, thing. we learned that Andy Serkis can't do everything. Right. He, he can do a lot. Correct. He can, be, he can be an incredibly convincing villain in the MCU, an mm-hmm. incredibly convincing chimpanzee <laughs> in Amazing. Planet of the Apes. He's a great golem. He's he's funny and weird, a good actor. He I don't need him directing movies. This sucked so much. My, my. <sighs> Sounds like it's time for letter grades. Time for a letter grade. Yeah. What you uh, got, Adam? I'm giving it an F. Whoa. I'm failing it. And it is <laughs> one part because it's really hard for Whoa. me to identify anything good I liked about it. And on another wow. part, it's principled. This cannot abide. We can't do this more. And, wow. we, and we will do this more. But I got to draw a line in the sand and say this movie made buku bucks. They're going to make more movies like it. And that is terrible, in my opinion. I really dislike this movie. Wow. I don't want to watch it again. Uh, ever. I want it to stay away from Spidey. And the idea that it could even potentially spoil something so good as Spider-Man, you know that's, that's a bomb. Wow. So I'm failing it. This, this shall not pass. I haven't seen an F since uh, Gods of Egypt. You know, honestly, I've been I, doing I some, think that I'm doing some soul then. searching. I, I gave Gods of Egypt an F because, you know, it's racist. <laughs> and, and <laughs> Ethically stupid. dubious. It's stupid. But look, if I had the decision, I'd probably watch it sooner than I watch Venom 2. I would. No, I'm not going to watch Gods of Egypt. I'm not saying, look, this is gun to my head. You know, Carnage is going to eat my brains. Uh, Woody Harrelson says, before he is killed. Let there be Carnage. He says, uh, uh, something wicked this way comes. Come on. (laughs) And then he turns into the symbiote. And says, let there be carnage. Let this party get started. And then uh, I would say, you know what? Let me turn the channel. Uh, I'll change the channel. I I would rather watch Gods of Egypt. You know? Yikes. I really disliked it. Where are you at? Wow. I'm going to give it a D. A D? Solid D? It's it's below average. Yeah. You know, Octavius, I'm sorry. I didn't even ask. Was there any component of this that that does work for you? Was there anything that registered with you that you enjoyed? I mean, you know... I I think the way they make Carnage look and the way they make Venom look, but especially Carnage was dope. You know, yeah. they yeah, did a did good job. Really good. Yeah. They did a good job with the CG. Mm-hmm. They did a good job showcasing, you know, what this big uh, ugly monster looks like and the transition from one to another and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's cool. And you know, unfortunately, and and they that uh, was it. Little Sims did the Venom song. <sighs> that's a shame. She's good. She. No, I really like Little Sims, but that's it was a good song. Yeah, it's a good song. It was she. Little Sims being in this movie feels unfair. She deserves better than that. Yeah, like, gotta start somewhere. They man. gotta bring her for an MCU join. I mean, like, can you do a song about Doctor Strange? Real the quick? Rock was the Scorpion King. Look at him now. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe, maybe Little Sims is the next Scorpion King. Maybe she's the Scorpion Queen. Who knows? Ooh. I don't know. Okay, right, I don't wish that for her. Um, our guy Eminem came back for the end credit song. He had, he had a verse. <laughs> he had a verse. I know you were a little nervous. Like, what? No Eminem Venom song, but he had Venom. a verse. Yeah, yeah. We did. It wasn't as as uh, memorable as the first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, Eminem did show up again. That's right. Yeah. Internet. What do you? Oh my get god! I hated Venom? this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Venom. Let there be carnage. Yeah. What's your grading for this movie? Um. I give it a D, and wow, Adam gives it an F. I don't want to be in this position. 
he's ever seen in I his don't want to be entire look, life. Internet. I don't want to be this guy. Okay. I'm I'm what was the name of the cop in this movie? I'm Detective Mulligan or whatever. I'm Detective M- Mulligan? Mulligan. Was his name Mulligan? <laughs> I think it I think it was. His name was Mulligan. I'm I'm Mr. Like, I'm gonna do this one over. I'm Mr. Yeah, Mulligan. I don't want to be in this position. I'm doing things I don't want to have to do. And uh this is this is this is what I have to do, unfortunately. This is a terrible movie. Nobody terrible. likes you, Dan. <laughs> and and that joke coming back, you know, is the same character antics from the first movie. You know, we have like the new boyfriend has to help out. They've got to work together and we've got to do it all over again. It, they didn't punch it up. It wasn't funnier or better. It was the same. Did you catch the, at the very end when they fall down from the top of the church and uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Anne and Dan are holding hands and they do like the wave? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when, the, when the symbiote comes down and That's catches so them. so stupid, man. Hey, this man. movie was bad. I did. This was not a good movie. No, but you know, I'm I am glad that I get the chance to see movies, and we're at a time where we're allowed to get movies that ain't great. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Um, you know, one last thing. I'm looking at the IMDb and I'm looking at the cast, okay. and I'm seeing. I do. I remember now. I thought it was very interesting that they had a different actor playing a young Cletus Cassidy early on, which was a weird bit of storytelling. Like we uh-huh. don't really need to spend all that time seeing him as a weirdo kid, but we did. Um. And this kid looks a lot like Woody Harrelson, which is very interesting. In fact, I think uh-huh. they used Woody Harrelson's voice even for the young I kid, which was so. very I strange. That. I very strange. That, which was like, why are we doing this? But okay. But the thing that I want to point out here is uh, uh, a, an actor named uh, Alumide uh, Olin Rinfemi plays my new, aka Young Shriek. That's my new rap name. <laughs> the actor uh, Alumide Olumrefemi played Young Shriek, the younger version of Shriek. But I just want to—I uh, want to put my, uh, you know, my flag in the ground here. My new rap AKA, name is Young Shriek. <laughs> Adam, aka Young Shriek, aka Young Shriek. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Why so, is everybody young? This and that. I don't know, but yeah. that's cool. No, no. That's well, what we that, do. I mean, baby is now. Young that's Shriek. the thing. It's not young anymore. It's baby, baby Keem, little baby, baby Dirk. Yeah, you know, baby Venom. <laughs> yeah. It's like not you, father. You, father. Yeah. Okay. So bad. All right. Anyway, <laughs> internet at Octavius at Hey Newman at Adam Tedderus at Comic Book Junto. Let us know what you guys thought of Venom. Let there be carnage. I'm interested in hearing what you guys thought about this movie after listening to us uh, complain about it for an hour. People are going to tell me I'm overreacting, but I just can't. I mean, I was shocked by F, but you did say in the movie, you leaned over and you're like, at this point, this movie's an F. And it it didn't redeem itself. It didn't redeem itself. It didn't come back. You know what I mean? Like it it did not redeem itself. We learned nothing. The jokes weren't funny. I could have just played uh, Fortnite. Carnage is in Fortnite. You know, he looks cool in that too. And that wow. would have at least been enjoyable. I don't even know how to play Fortnite. And that would have been more fun. Well, yikes. Let us know what you guys think. I mean, we've got, oh, listen, before mm. I go, I want to let you guys know. Adam convinced me to see a movie called Tatane. Yes. Sheesh. And I, I will be seeing it so I can catch up and we can have a conversation. Yeah. Sheesh is what I have to say. Uh, yeah, the, uh, I don't even know if this is actually the, uh, the summary of the movie, but I had forgotten about this movie. I remember seeing a trailer or a description or something. And I was delighted. And uh, I totally forgot about it. And then the other week, Octavia says, uh, you remember that movie, Titan or Titan, Titan? And I was like, I don't know what that one is. And he says, it's the one with the transgender car. And I said, oh, yeah. So I'm down. I'm, I'm, you saw it. You're I telling it. me it's, it's up my alley. I'm ready. I'm definitely going to go see it. I, I can't even talk about it. I'll just read you what the log line says in IMDb. <laughs> Following a series of unexplained crimes, a father is reunited with the son he has been missing for 10 years. Titane, uh-huh. uh, metal, highly resistant to heat and corrosion with high tensile strength alloys. Uh-huh. I will let you know that from reading that, you have no idea what you're about to watch. 
just letting you know. <laughs> I think the less you know about this movie, the better. I'm going to go see it tomorrow. Adam convinced me to watch it. I went yeah. to see it. And now all I have to say is, wow. Can't wait. Can't wait. And people are going to come at me. They're going to say, you're in support of this weird movie, but you didn't like Venom? Folks, that's that's I see. I so I can't even say anything. Yeah, but uh, if you see it, hit me on Twitter. Let me know what you think. You know, Joan, absolutely something else. All right, that's it for this time. We'll be back to talk about more. We're way behind on uh freaking um what if uh, what if we might just have to like do the a finale episode, maybe like a series wrap up yeah yeah mm-hmm. just wrap everything else up mm-hmm. but we got more to come we haven't talked about star wars visions you know an embarrassment of riches for geek for geekdom right now mm-hmm. so we love y'all until next time peace <laughs>